Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, I want to talk about something that I don't like to talk about a lot, but I think that this is really important to expose once and for all. And it's that we should stop using exercise as our primary weight loss tool. And today, I want to talk about why I don't recommend using exercise as an equal contributor to diet and nutrition to losing weight. And we've been marketed to believe that more exercise is the secret to weight loss. I mean, how many infomercials have you been sold that are like, I've lost 75 pounds using this one exercise program? And I'm going to shock you here. A lot of marketing is not based in science, and it might not be the whole picture of what's going on for that individual. So I want to explain uh, some interesting theories that I've come across and kind of debunk some things that are common in fitness culture. I don't recommend focusing on calorie burning for your workouts to lose weight. If you have a lot of weight to lose, killing yourself in your workouts and eating poorly may, um, you might lose a few pounds, but it's not a sustainable way to lose a bunch of weight. I think, you know, I get people who ask me all the time, like, will your program help me lose weight? I have 30 pounds to lose. Is this program going to help me? And I say, if weight loss is your goal, you have to focus on nutrition. Exercise is a fraction of the equation for losing weight. If that we are so focused on how calories have to be higher going out than they do coming in in order to lose weight. And yes, that's true. But people think that, okay, that means I need to exercise a ton in order to make that happen faster. And so many of us think that we can like work off what we ate the day before or like earn that glass of wine. And a lot of us end up doing this at the cost of our hormones, at the cost of our joint health, at the cost of our mental health. And there's strong evidence to show that this doesn't actually work. I'm a broken record, but building muscle is what will ultimately work for you long-term. Don't worry about your calories and at least calories out, calories that you're burning in your workouts. You can worry about calories in, but it is so much less about calories out. And I'm going to give you two recent findings that will explain and support this a little bit further. So the first one is about constrained energy expenditure. This was discovered by Dr. Herman Ponsner. He has a book called Burn, and I'll also link a study of his in the show notes. But his theory of constrained energy expenditure says that the human body adapts dynamically to maintain total energy expenditure within a narrow physiological range. What does that mean? So basically, your body has an energy bank that it pulls from every day. And whether or not you do a lot of activity, this energy expenditure stays about the same. This theory completely debunks the idea that you can burn more calories in a day by just working out harder. So let me back up and explain the study that he did to validate this. He looked at a group of hunter-gatherers 
a society of hunter-gatherers. He looked at hundreds of, of these people and he studied their calories out, the calories that they expended in, in, in any given day. And this group of people were super active. He said that what they would do in a physical activity that they, that they would do in a typical day, the average American would do within a week. So they were super active. You would think that they would be burning tons and tons of calories. However, their total calories per day seem to be constrained to a certain amount of calories. Their calorie expenditures were about the same as someone who exercised much less. So in other words, they plateaued and they stopped going up at a certain level. So their total calories per day seem to be constrained similar to how your body keeps your temperature, your body temperature in check, right? Even if you're in really hot environments or really cold environments, your body stays within a really small range in order to keep your body alive. And the same thing happens with your total calorie expenditure throughout your day. It's a way that your body adapts in order to allocate more energy to this system and less energy to that system, all while staying within a certain physiological limit, regardless of how much you're exercising. So in essence, you can ramp up your activity and perhaps burn some more calories in your workouts, but at some point in your day or in your week, there's a redistribution of energy that will limit how much your body will be burning for the rest of that day or for the rest of that week. And Dr. Ponsner, I hope I'm saying his name right, says that this could be an evolutionary kind of protective mechanism for us to conserve energy since we've been hunter-gatherers for most of human existence, and that's how we evolved. We evolved as a way for our body to kind of cap, for the most part, how much energy we're expending during a certain day. So someone new to exercise will experience a much larger increase in their total energy expenditure. In other words, if you go from totally... inactive to starting to a workout program, their energy expenditure might bump up a little bit and they might lose some weight in the beginning. But in trained people and active people who are already exercising, increasing their activity isn't more likely to put them in more of a calorie deficit. It's not likely to bump up that total energy expenditure that they have within a day or within a week. So what happens when your body approaches this higher level of the threshold where you're approaching maybe your total energy expenditure for the day? So two things happen, or this is their theory, and they don't know for sure, but this this is what they're hypothesizing. So there's something called NEAT, which means non-exercise and activity thermogenesis, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. These are things like fidgeting or standing more or uh, talking or using your hands to talk like I clearly do. Things that are basically movements that you're doing throughout your day, breathing that aren't necessarily exercise, but still add up to burn more calories throughout your day. So they're burning really small amounts of energy, but these movements add up throughout your day. So you might be focusing or you might be spending a little bit more energy on those activities. And I notice this in myself. When I do a really hard workout for the day, I am gassed and I'm much more stationary for the rest of the day. Like even if I'm just sitting at my desk, I'm not fidgeting as much. My limbs are more tired. My limbs are more stationary. So your body is kind of reallocating energy to different systems. And it's possible that when you get more active, you do less of this neat or less of these fidgeting, uh, you know, less talking. Your body is allocating your energy in a different way. So this could be part of the equation, but they hypothesize that there's probably more. And I thought this part was really interesting. 
Every system in your body requires energy to keep you running, to keep you alive. Your immune system, your reproductive system, your digestive system, your hormonal hormonal system, your liver, your brain, <laughs> your breathing, just to name a few. All of these systems are requiring energy and energy means you're burning calories. So just to keep you alive, all of these systems have to burn calories. So there's this theory that when you reach a certain threshold of energy expenditure from, say, lots of exercise, let's say you burn a bunch of calories in your exercise, your body compensates by downregulating certain systems to save a little energy here and to save a little energy there so that you stay within this energy boundary. And at a high level, this could explain why overexercise causes depressed immune system, menstrual issues, hormonal issues, mental health issues, bone density issues, worse muscular recovery. It's all starting to make sense, right? Because these systems are getting less energy because your body is trying to conserve energy once it reaches a certain threshold. So the idea is not to get your limit of energy expenditure every day by working out as hard as possible because what can happen is your body will pull from other systems and negotiate basically this energy expenditure so that you potentially have less energy going to systems that are really important in your body. And this can potentially make you overall less healthy, right? Dr. Ponser says that the idea of moving more is probably helpful for a bit of weight loss if you're at the lower limit of energy expenditure, like if you're really not doing anything. But after this point, exercising to burn more isn't super effective. Like I said earlier, if you're already super active, exercising more probably isn't allowing you to get to that calorie deficit faster. If you start up an exercise program you might lose a little weight at first, but as your body gets used to that activity, your total energy expenditure starts to level out and it starts to get harder to get into that deficit unless you adjust your nutrition and what you're eating. So this is where the whole like burn off what you ate yesterday doesn't seem to be effective. The biggest predictor of how many calories you will burn per day is dependent on how big you are how much tissue you have in your body. The more tissue your body has to serve, the more calories you will burn in a day. So on average, bigger people burn more calories than smaller people. And he says that fat does burn some calories, but it's not nearly as calorically active as other tissues in your body, i.e. muscle. So yes, if you have more fat, You might be burning more calories just because you're bigger, but it might not be the best use of your calories. It might not increase your metabolism as much as having more muscle in your body would. So if you change your body composition and add more muscle, this is what will ultimately improve your metabolism and move up that threshold for how many calories you can burn at max without compromising and taking away from other systems. This is how you can develop a healthy and sustainable routine with healthy joints and a strong body. So exercising more might not actually cause more of a deficit and lead to weight loss faster. But exercise is still an important part in pushing up that energy budget by building more lean tissue. If some of you are like, what? I'm a little confused. I was a little confused when I first came across this theory. And let me give this let me put, lay this out into an example. So let's take two people. One person is a runner and let's say they burn on average 2000 calories per week running. And then you have another person who isn't exercising. 
the person who's not exercising could be using those calories in different functions in their body. They could be dedicating more calories to inflammation because if you are not exercising as much, you're more likely to have more inflammation and inflammation burns calories. Not that that's a good thing, but it requires energy because inflammation is a process in your body. You could have higher stress levels because again, exercising is known to decrease stress and stress is calorically expensive. It, it causes energy to be released in your body. And there's more processes that this person could be be basically using these 2,000 calories on throughout their week so that these two people who are about the same size could be burning about the, the same amount of calories per day. However, this person who isn't as active may not have the benefits that they're seeing from their workouts like uh, better insulin sensitivity than the person who's exercising does. And this could lead to more cravings and overeating. So the person who is inactive might have less uh, of a healthy nutrition routine and therefore they could be gaining more weight. But this isn't always true, right? There's plenty of thin people who are not exercising. It just goes to show that it's kind of all in a loop. It's all important. But we shouldn't use exercise as our weight loss tool. So is exercise even needed for weight loss? And no, it's not. <laughs> exercise by itself is not a good weight loss tool. Ponser says that you can lose about two kilograms, which is 4.4 pounds, by just starting to exercise more, and that's about it. Fat loss has to be mostly a diet approach. And this is why the eat more and exercise less is misleading because it implies that the two are equivocal, that uh, you just have to eat less and exercise more. And if you just do those two things, you'll lose weight. But what it doesn't imply is that Nutrition is way, way bigger piece of the puzzle than exercise is. You can't exercise yourself into more of a deficit and lose weight faster, at least not sustainably. So exercise isn't about burning calories. And I really hope that this podcast allows you to see that because I think that'll be really freeing for people. And I think that the burning calories, the culture of burning calories is dangerous because people will do it at all costs. They will uh, you know, potentially wreck their joints and cause irreparable damage because they're trying to burn calories, even though that's honestly not working to put them into more of a deficit. It's diet that's going to change the number on the scale, not exercise. <laughs> so exercise isn't about burning calories, but it does help improve your stress levels, your self-esteem, your lean tissue, which again can boost that metabolism, increasing your total energy expenditure. It can reduce inflammation, all of those things. So you shouldn't stop exercising. Please don't hear me wrong, but you should stop exercising in ways that hurt your body and joints just because you're trying to increase your calorie deficit to lose weight. It's actually incredible to me how many people are hurting and damaging their bodies in the pursuit of weight loss when it's actually not super effective to do that. So if exercise isn't needed for weight loss, is it totally useless? And again, hopefully you're, gain, you're getting that I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that it's useless because what you're spending your calories on in your workouts can work in your benefit. Not only can you have more lean tissue, um, and increase the amount of calories that your body burns. But a new study shows that having more muscle can actually burn fat. If we think of this phenomenon of constrained energy expenditure as having an energy budget, 
your body will burn about the same amount of calories per day, whether you're doing a hard workout or whether you're not doing a hard workout. It just depends on how your body is using those calories and how it's allocating those calories to different systems. So maybe you're pulling in some calories for a workout one day and you're using some for your brain and you're using some to power digestion and some to power your breathing. And then maybe on another day, maybe you're using more for your brain and more for fidgeting and more for digestion. It's just a matter of kind of this push-pull that your bodies do on any given day. We can adapt our bodies to use our calories in a way that benefit us by strength training. And can you guys tell I'm a broken record? But I've known for a while that our bodies are adaptive and that building more muscle inadvertently burns fat because when your body senses that you're in need of more muscle because you're consistently lifting heavy things, that energy from your total energy expenditure isn't going to come from muscle. It's going to come from fat or the glucose in your food. So your body wants to preserve the muscle because it's sensing that you're needing that tissue, right? Whereas fat might be more quote unquote useless and you can metabolize the fat to use that as energy. So I knew this from like a physiological adaptation theory, but in this new study, which I'll link in the show notes, it actually shows that there is a molecular mechanism behind this. When you overload your muscles during strength training, molecules are released that essentially travel to fat and metabolize or burn the fat. So yes, having more muscle can aid in weight loss inadvertently, but stop worrying about your calories in your workouts and be more concerned about the quality of movements you are doing that will ultimately build your muscle. It's a slower process, but it's one that you will thank yourself for in the long run. This is where biomechanics come in because we want to stress our muscles without overstressing our joints so that we can continue to build and then maintain a certain level of muscle mass that will keep our metabolisms high and healthy for our lifetime. So many common exercises in the fitness world are overly stressful on your joints and underusing your muscles, which results in joint strain and injury. This is why you won't see a ton of really common exercises in the fitness industry in my classes, like dips and upright rows and uh, overhead squats and things like that. And it's because I've evaluated these exercises from a risk-reward perspective and ultimately decided that they're not the risk is not worth the reward to your bodies. It's also why we focus on early phase loaded exercises. And if you want to learn more about that, I did a whole podcast about this. It's called Why Your Muscles Aren't Growing Part 1, Poor Muscle Stimulus. So we talk about early and late phase loaded exercises. So how you are exercising, how you are resistance training is very important. Not all exercises are created equal. Additionally, resistance training or building your muscles can help improve your insulin sensitivity, which can aid and appetite control. This is something that I hear from my members all the time. They feel like so much less hungry because their blood sugars are more stable because they aren't doing as much intense exercise. So because they're less hungry, they might be able to better regulate what they're eating. And remember, calories in are probably more important than calories out. 
So here's the bottom line. Let's all stop working out as hard as possible just to burn more calories. If you're working out hard to build your muscles, amazing. If you're working out hard to improve your cardiovascular system, amazing. But let's stop doing it just to burn calories to lose weight because it's not shown to work very well. In fact, exercising with that goal might be degenerating our bodies and might not be super sustainable. Exercise for heart health. I love uh, walking and I love brief, intense bouts of exercise like HIT. And in my membership, I have two of those per week. They're 15 minutes. One is a low impact that's more joint friendly and one is a higher impact where we're doing a little bit of jumping, but they're brief. You're in, you're out. You're not overly stressing your system. So I love that for heart health. And I I obviously love muscle building through resistance training, lifting weights, Pilates, yoga can be great. But again, not all exercises are created equal. And that's something that we really emphasize in all of our Evlo classes. And of course, you have to allow your body to recover. That's important too. So you're not overly working your muscles and reducing your recovery and backtracking yourself. So take recovery days for your muscles so that your muscles can actually grow and have a chance to build. And if weight loss is your goal, focus on food in, not calories out. That might be the first time you're ever hearing that, but I promise it will change your life forever. And if you want to join us in Evla, we would love to have you. We work out Monday through Friday, and we're all about building our body up, not tearing it down. We have, I teach live classes Monday through Friday, but they all stay recorded in case you can't catch them live. We've got lifting, we've got Pilates, we've got our um, two HIT classes, and it's all really structured so that we're working different muscle groups each day. So you're not overworking certain muscle groups and underworking others so that you're not straining certain muscles and joints and underworking others. So Evla evlofitness.com, evlofitness.com. Hope you enjoyed this and I hope it changes your perspective and gives you some relief that you can work out for longevity. You don't have to grind your body into the ground. I think I say that about every podcast. All right, everyone. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.